Chaotic's gonna start in like five minutes. I. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Halftime with James Blake. I'm your host, James Blake, and uh, here in about five minutes, uh, our guest today, Ian Wharton, is gonna be coming on. We're gonna be talking a little bit of NFL, uh, so stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah. What's going on, Ian? How you doing? Hey, what's up, James? How are you? Mm, nothing much. You want to start here in two minutes? Yeah, that works well. All right. Ooh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Halftime with James. Like, I'm your host, James. Like, here with a special guest, Ian Warren. How you doing, bud? I'm doing well. Excited on this uh, football Sunday. Be joining us. Um, thanks for joining up. Um. I'm just going to go out and say this. The Bengals are winning, and that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, they've got the momentum. Yeah, I mean, at first, and they were losing 21-7. I'm like, it might be over, but then they scored again. And then I got that phone ball. I'm like, yeah, they're going to win this one. Anyways, besides that, how's your day been so far, watching all these games and stuff? Uh, it's all right. We got a COVID household. And my baby's trying to fight a nap, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you for so much for coming on while uh, you're dealing with all that. Hopefully, everybody here at halftime uh, can maybe make your day a little brother, you know? I appreciate it. Well, you want to get right into it? Let's get it. I mean, to rank Multi-time, like, Super Bowl winning QBs. Like, where do you think that now that he's retired, where do you think Roethlisberger sits at? Um, I mean, his peak was as good as, as a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, I think that has to factor into it. Um, he played longer than some of the other guys at Eli. And, you know, Philip Rivers didn't win one, but he had to have that class specifically, but... Roethlisberger kind of had that, that better peak, and I think that the peak really matters. Like he was definitely a playmaker outside the pocket. Um, he wasn't really that great when he first started in his career, and, and we kind of saw him, you know, hit like an all-pro level. And then really, it's kind of hard to shake what happened at the end, where he didn't really play too well. But um, you know, at the same time, he's pretty old, and I don't, I don't think holding Tom Brady's standards to him is necessarily fair. So. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm not too sure, but I mean, Roethlisberger, I mean, he's a he's a long Hall of Famer. Um, you know, I'd probably say top top 15, top 20. Um, it'll be interesting because his his legacy. I mean, he had ridiculous weapons, and it's tough because he played against Brady in the AFC, and so I think him and you know, even Peyton Manning like, kind of get dinged for just not accomplishing as much as as a guy who really had like a almost a best case scenario every single season between coach and defense and you know Brady kind of had like the ideal situation and, and I don't know the Steelers always did so I mean Roethlisberger is definitely up there um I definitely I mean, think he's ahead of his classmates too yeah but do you think that the charge the sexual assault charge will affect him in any way? No, I don't think so. I mean, you know, that stuff got, you know, kind of got swept away and 
I think there were just allegations and, you know, nothing really came of that. So, um, that stuff is tough. You know, that stuff is really hard. And I think inherently as football fans, like, it's hard when the NFL doesn't care. You know, it's yeah. hard for us, you know, it's hard for us to care when the NFL doesn't care. So I think that can play into it. You know, it's like the Sean Watson situation is kind of similar. Like, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we can have our, our own morals and, and kind of hold whatever we want against anybody, and that's totally fair, but um, I don't think it'll matter for him. I mean, the league was not celebrating. They tried to celebrate Roethlisberger, and it was kind of funny because the fans were, they weren't really having it. So, uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, you're not going to keep him out. If he was you know, if he was found guilty, I think that'd be a lot different. I don't know that we would have seen him again in the NFL. I mean... There's no doubt in my mind that will probably make the Hall of Fame, but like his last five or four seasons were like really off. I know he wasn't in his prime, but I expected more from him than what he did deliver. Like this year with all the weapons that he did have and Deontay Johnson having a career year, I think that most of us expected more from him. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair when you look at his weapons. I mean, he had even, you know, four or five years ago, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, like, those teams were stacked. And Steelers yeah. always had a decent defense. You know, they ranked really well. I think they had some issues, like, schematically. They were pretty um, predictable in the playoffs, and I think that was a major issue. Um, so I kind of held the team back, too. But, you know, Roethlisberger... He played a part in that too, and I mean, he yeah. was always kind of a gunslinger. He was reckless with the ball, like. But at the same time, I mean, he was kind of just like Brett Favre, where you kind of knew what you were getting from him. He was going to make some bad mistakes, um, but he was also going to have those really high impact plays too. And you know, it's it's hard because you know he probably had ten great years, and you know those ten great years are going to probably outweigh the, and they they probably should. I mean, he's probably what like thirty four to thirty eight over the last couple of years of his career. Um, I mean, it's tough as a team to kind of experience that because your expectations are high, but, like, physically, he just, you know, he didn't take care of himself either. And so it all kind of plays into it. He should have been better than probably what he was, but he was still really good um, for a long time. And I think when you're top three at your position for, like, five five plus years, top at least top five, um, yeah, that gets you into the Hall of Fame, especially quarterback. And, and the Super Bowl is really push him over. Like, Philip Rivers is probably a more difficult discussion because he doesn't have I think, honestly, besides the Super Bowls, I think Phillip Rivers had a better career than Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think he was the best one but from that class. If he doesn't make the Hall of Fame, it's only because he doesn't have any Super Bowls under his belt. Yeah, and I mean, that's going to be tough. Like, that's... That's the thing is he if he doesn't go in his first year, he's gonna be going against like Brady this year, um, Rogers probably in the next year or two. Um it's gonna be tough for him to get in. And I mean Roethlisberger this year too, so uh, I think I mean I definitely think he deserves it. I could just see them kind of saying like he's all very, very, very good. And I don't I don't think that, I mean I think that's kind of a shame, but I mean, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with it if they were were to keep other guys like that out, but they usually end up those type of guys. Like they kind of their standards kind of point towards letting them in. So yeah, who does really is Rivers uh, 
free agent. Who does he play for right now? Who's that? Who does Rivers play for right now? Oh, he's retired. Um, yeah. You know, he's, yeah, the Colts let him go last year. And then uh, Saints apparently talked to him this year, but um, he, didn't, he didn't come back. I if thought he that comes good... back, it'd probably yeah. be to a team like the Jets. Yeah, I mean, I think he made sense for, like, a contender. But, you know. Like, I what mean, else do they really have? Mike White? Like. Yeah, I mean, they're going to develop Zach Wilson. Um, so I don't really see, you know, Rivers isn't going to be a backup somewhere. I don't think Zach Wilson, I'm like, I don't like to be the guy to call someone a bust, but, like, I just don't think Zach Wilson's going to be the one, you know? No, I'm not a huge Zach Wilson guy. Um, he has a long way to go. And it was shocking to me that he was penciled in as number two all offseason. And, you know, people kind of overlooked what he did before last year. It was um, his junior year at BYU. Like, he wasn't very good. And kind of had everything handed to him at BYU. And he played well. But, like, you look at what translates to the NFL, and then you kind of look at his rookie year, and it makes a lot of sense that he was bad. So, they just got to get, you know, they got to surround him with great, great, great pieces and hope that he takes major steps. Um, I don't think he's a for sure bust, but I wasn't yeah. on him to start either. So, yeah, I just, I just think he has a long way to go. He's just not. If you're, go ahead. I was gonna say, he's just not like a mentally um, experienced guy. Like, look at Joe Burrow. Like, he was mentally experienced coming from LSU and Ohio State. Like, he played complex defenses routinely. Um, you know, Zach Wilson didn't do that at BYU. So you got to have that kind of that time to, you know, to teach him and for him to learn. And you kind of have like that, have to have like that Josh Allen clock where you give him three or four years. Yeah. So I don't know if you're watching the game, but there's a little breaking. Uh, Cincinnati has tied it with a two point conversion. I have. Yeah. I think we're almost midway through the fourth quarter. Yeah. I think we should in minute seven. Yeah. Um, uh, a guy named Momentum starting to walk across the field to the Bengals bench and, you know, have a seat over there. I mean, when the Bengals have momentum, they're unstoppable. So that's why I'm picking the Bengals. They're going to the Super Bowl. It'd be an awesome storyline. I mean, they they came out of nowhere, um, especially for that defense to play as well as they have. Like, give them a lot of credit. Like, the Chiefs are always their worst enemy. Um, the only way that the Chiefs are going to lose this game is mistakes, and they made mistakes. So, that door is wide open. I mean, I'm not going to count out Patrick Mahomes until it's over. Yeah. But, you know, the Bengals are right here. Got a couple minutes, you know, seven minutes left. So, um, I also want to talk about Tom Brady, the breaking news from yesterday. Yeah, I mean, if that holds true that he's retired, I mean, that's I mean, that's 30. And I don't really remember a league without him, so it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's almost like he's been in the league so long. It feels like, for me at least, he's going too early. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he would have just kept going and going and going. Yeah, I mean, from a quality of play, he's there. I mean, I don't – there's I don't – I can't argue against that. Yeah, he kept saying he's going to play until he sucks. Yeah. It's, I don't know. There, his body is getting wear and tear, or he thinks he sucks. He's been playing at a high level. He just brought his team to the playoffs. So that can't be the reason. It has to be either 
his wife his wife has for last two years been trying to make him retire and I think that's why it finally got to him and that's why he's gonna I think yeah. he's, he's gone. I mean, and if Brady does retire, then um I think Gronk's going to. Yeah, I don't think Gronk will play with another quarterback. Um yeah, I don't blame Brady. I mean he's he's reached unprecedented waters. I can't imagine at forty four still doing this every week, doing this every off season. Um it's such a grind and takes so many hits and I mean the Buccaneers are a really good team but you know that team's looking at major changes after next year you know I kind of thought he would play next year but at the same time you know there's a quality of life thing too you never know how long you're gonna live and yeah oodles and oodles of money to enjoy so you know I kind of get it too I mean that's a long career and and he might be feeling that physical slipping he might be feeling his body breaking down and you know he doesn't want to go out with you know major injury Yo, baby, yo, baby, excited right now? Yeah. Ready for long game? Yeah. He's way overdue for him. So he's, he's squawking. Mm. Yeah, um. Does the baby have COVID or? Uh, no, he's doing okay. That's Thankfully. good. Yeah. Yeah, he's been good. Well, he's probably like a couple months old, maybe. So congratulations on that. Thanks. Yeah, he's four months old. He's a handful. He's a good boy, but he's a handful. Yeah, I seen this thing on a, it was on a video, and it was like, this thing was like $800, though, and it's like, it basically puts a baby in a straitjacket and, like, rocks it. <laughs> and it said, and it said, and, like, everybody says that the baby sleeps for, like, six hours a night. That'd be nice. Um, I don't know what it's... like, three or four hours, but every that's, baby's different. That's good for four months. Yeah, I mean, every baby's a little bit different, so it's been a learning experience, and he's gotten easier, so he was pretty clunky at the start, which is really dreadful. Yeah. Um, that's a tough experience, but he's been doing better, thankfully. Well, KC okay. just went down 24-21, so there's lots of time left for, that's a tough one for the Bengals. Uh, this is breaking. Uh, the Raiders have hired Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels as their head coach. Interesting. I know they were talking about that getting done. Yeah. I think that they're going to be um, pretty – I think that uh, McDaniels is going to be good. Yeah, I probably like him more than most. Like, I mean, what happened in Denver was terrible. Uh, but at the same time, he was really young. And that team wasn't great. So it'll be interesting to see if he kind of learned how to manage bigger personalities since then. Um, schematically, he's really great. Like, I, I think there's a lot of overlooking just how good he does as a coordinator. Like, he knows his offensive scheme to what he has and kind of makes the most of it. So if they keep Derek Carr, you know, they got to get some weapons. But, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against that hire. Like, I think he is a good coordinator. And I think it just comes down to personality. Can you make it work? Yeah. Uh, you want to take that call? Yeah. All right. I think you're a mod, so I think you could take it. Okay. What's up, JD? What's up? Um, what are your thoughts on the game right now? Bengals at Chiefs. Yeah. Um, Kansas City's kind of beating themselves. And that's how they lose. Is, and, you know, they, they don't lose when they play well or when, you know, they keep Mahomes clean. So, 
It's, yeah. You know, I think they'll win. To be honest, I mean, there's a lot of time left. I'm yeah. Against Patrick Mahomes, but well, the Bengals done a great job. So I mean, this is Bengals just got a field goal, putting them up twenty-one twenty-four, with yeah, six I, and four left. I would have done that them. Uh, but this has been a pretty bad half for the Chiefs. So usually we see the Chiefs kind of surge in the second half, and it's been the opposite. So yeah, they surged you know. in the first half, and now they can't do anything. Right. It's like I hide the Bengals going out of the way. It's like. It's almost like a Super Bowl lot from, you know. Yeah. Well, in the last seven plays, they've gone negative seven yards in an interception. The Chiefs? Yeah. That's crazy. So, right now. That might be Patrick Mahomes' worst stat ever. That's crazy. Yeah, they just got four yards. But, I mean, if you really, like, if you think about it, Joe Burrow was, like, he cut off the clock by four minutes because he was just putting the he was just getting those first downs to put the offense in the field goal position. I think that if the Bengals get the ball back in under with under three minutes, they're gonna win this one if they stop the Chiefs here. Yeah, if they stop the Chiefs here, being up by three right now, all the Chiefs need to do is get in field goal range, but. If they can get up there and they can score, then it's, like, perfect. Because if they can get up there and score and they can hold the Bengals, then they can win. But <clears throat> Yeah. All right, J.D., thanks for the call, dude. Um, yeah. Enjoy the game. Um, keep it locked, you know. Damn okay. it. Call. Well, sorry, James. I'm gonna have to back out. My baby's just—I gotta give him some time and get him down. And all right, that's fine. Uh, I appreciate it, and we'll do this oh, another time. Yeah, for sure. That was Y'all fun. Enjoy the game. Yeah, for sure. Let's, I mean, uh, we got a—we got a good half hour, in, so. Yeah, for sure. We'll do it next time. Hopefully, when he's a little bit more cooperating. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right, guys. All right. All right. Have a good rest of your day. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, I'll do with that one. All right. Bye. All right, everybody. That was Ian Warren. Hey, dude, that was, like, really fun, actually. Going to always, always welcome. And, uh, like, I don't know. It's kind of crazy how, like, all these teams coming out of nowhere. And uh, uh, CJ Zuma is out with a knee injury. And... I wanted to get into the inactives against the the, the Niners, uh, Rams. Uh, their third backup quarterback Nate Sudfield is out, and then the Rams backup quarterback Bryce Perkins is out. I mean, the Niners are set with Trey Lance. I think if Trey does have to go in, it won't be that bad. Uh, another kind of a uh, name that's kind of injury prone. Is Mohamed Sanu? I mean, I think he could have a good impact on his team if he were able to stay healthy. But if he can't stay healthy, then I don't know. There's no, not really any um notable names for the uh, Rams besides uh, Bryson Hopkins and Taylor Rapp. But besides that, it's like, 
nobody else. You know? I feel like it's a little crazy. I don't know, man. It's just I'm I'm speechless with this one because it's so crazy that these teams are just coming out of nowhere, baby, barely over 500. They're just, like, coming out of the blue. Just, I don't know. I think the Bengals, they definitely deserve the Super Bowl. And I think, I don't know, I don't even know if Jimmy G, if he wins, I don't even think he'll still, he'll get the respect that he deserves, you know? Like, I don't know. But, uh, we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, if y'all got any questions, we should get them in right now. Uh, but if not, uh, good to go. Uh, give it one more minute. Uh, we're gonna do outro song. Bill, what's up, Bill? How you doing? You got any questions? Go ahead, give them to me. Um, but like once again, like I said, the Bengals here. I definitely think that they got this one, but the Niners and the Rams, it's, that one's like real up in the air. It's like if the if the Rams defense keeps playing how they was playing, like they're gonna win. But if the Niners defense is able to pull out and just absolutely dominate on the defensive side and the offensive side of the ball, like they did last week. This is going to be one of the greatest games ever. But last week was one of the best weeks ever in football. So, it's just, this is a big, the Niners-Rams game is just up in the air. Like, but besides that, if y'all got any more questions, I'm going to go. Hope you guys had a great one. See you guys in the next one. Peace out. Oh, hold on, we got to get into the outro song, my bad. Peace. Alright everybody, it's been fun. I hope you guys enjoyed. Come back next week. Um oh no, we might have a mellow back up football next Friday. So uh yeah, make sure.